0: This is the First Security Financial Show with David Compton from First Security Financial Wealth Manager, Inc. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, David provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals, your money, and your plans in perfect harmony. And now, here is David Compton to help you find out how to be secured financially.
1: All right. Good morning, everyone. I'm David Compton. He's John Compton. Welcome to the First Security Financial Show. Glad you could tune in, whether you're a first-time listener, long-time listener, or sometimes listener. Glad you can tune in this morning for us. Well, the markets, once again, I think um, if we look at where things are at, uh, they're, they're they're volatile. They're all, all over know, the place. They're all over yeah. the place.
2: Um,
1: we don't know where they're going. And for the most part, um, we're not overly concerned about it from the standpoint of, because it all depends if you have um, your portfolio, if you have a retirement plan, if you have things in place. That you, you understand and recognize the ups and downs of the markets are always going to be there. Uh, it's all about how you have yourself positioned, and it's all about how you allow it to impact to what degree. So that's right. what that's the whole thing. But if we look last year, you know, the, the markets were so volatile last year, just about everything finished in the negative. So... We didn't finish the year off in a positive note, and we really don't know where it's going to go now. It's kind of leveled off a little bit, and we've got little bounces, not the big bounces. But what's interesting is last year, we had 64 days with 1% or greater market moves. That's up or down. You had 64 days. So that puts you on the edge of your seat. Somewhat, especially if you re- were were retired, and you're pulling four percent off your portfolio. Now I know you had gains for the last several years to play with here, but if you start pulling money off of here, and we were to have a significant correction in the market, you're gonna feel a little bit uh,
2: Une- uneasy. <laughs> yeah, there's a little. I bit- would think so. Yeah, and <clears throat> so
1: what I want to focus on today it was an article i found that that talked about um retirees sharing some of their biggest regrets so we know sometimes in life we have regrets when you agree you if you look back over time over your lifespan and you could see things that you wish you wouldn't have done said or, or or been a part of um but as you move forward, as you get older, hopefully you learn from some of those mistakes. So we all have to just hope to minimize them as we get older. Now, as you enter your retirement red zone, and we talk about that last three to five to seven years before you retire, you definitely want to eliminate them. And and understand what I find more than anything is in order to... Regret something? You have to even know that it was a mistake to start with. There's a lot of things moving forward that people don't even realize they're going to be faced with in retirement. That it's an obstacle or a challenge for their retirement until after you retire and you get into it. And that that's that's the
2: the key. So it it may not be a regret now because you don't even see it as a problem. And how many people that we sit down with? When you ask them what their plan is and their advisor says, well, we're going to draw 4%. And and when you ask them, say, well, what's the backup plan if the market adjusts like it did in 08? And they really don't have an answer for it. No, I agree. Because they, I don't think they really, what you did, they're not thinking about that. And then, But some of it is simply people don't, you don't know what you're going
1: to be faced with later. Right. And, you know, the whole dynamics of your life is going to change you're gonna you, you quit working for your company um you quit getting paid by them so now you have to change your whole life pattern how you do things and sometimes we don't if you don't ask if you don't check if you don't put a plan into place you don't really know how you're going to go about doing it, so there's a measure of uncertainty. All of a sudden, you get a a pot of money, say it's, it's your 401k. You don't have a pension. You decide to go sign up for Social Security with no rhyme or reason, and then all of a sudden you say, "Well, I need an extra two thousand a month. I'll start taking it off my 401k." That's that's the extent of planning, and then the reality is you have no idea whether that two thousand is sustainable. Did you make the best possible decision as to when you signed up for Social Security? Those are things that sometimes people don't even give a second thought to. They think this is what I have to do because I've decided to retire. They don't even have an idea as to whether being able to retire at that specific age is even attainable, is, is even feasible for them. And so the only way you're going to determine that is is put a plan together. And this is what we focus on for clients. Let's look at the numbers. Get a second opinion if you already have somebody you work with. Most people today that have a 401k only, and maybe they've saved outside of that sum, uh, are just doing it on their own. They talk to somebody maybe from their company-sponsored 401k, but they don't really have a true advisor that's looking after their uh, portfolio that's looking after their uh, retirement form and and giving advice. And if you do and have an advisor, and he or she's not talking to you about Social Security, they're not talking to you about the amount of risk that you have in your portfolio. If they're not talking to you about uh, not just uh, uh, about diversifying, all all the things that you need to understand. Um, your like i said your risk tolerance and are is your portfolio in balance with that risk i'm s- sitting down with clients all the time a a gentleman not too long ago he has one hundred percent of his portfolio in mutual funds with zero bonds he's done well <laughs> but he's fifty nine years old when he's on you know, so he's definitely in that red zone, and uh, a major market correction uh, derails his retirement completely for many years. Yeah, so it just it depends when it happens. Uh, it, fortunately, his income needs are not as high or, because he has no debt, and he has a sizable four hundred one k. So I, I, you know, th- there's a solution to that, and we I'm, I'm going to be uh, meeting with him to talk about that as well. So the whole point here is we don't want to look back and, and say, man, I wish I'd have done that. If I would have only done this, if I'd have only listened to this, if I don't, you know, we all have those. We all have those moments to where, man, I, if I had to go back, if I could hit rewind, I'd go back and I, this is what I'd do differently. I, I don't think there's a person I've ever met that can't say that they, there's something in their life that wouldn't do that.
2: Yeah, we all wish we could do that. Right.
1: But stop and think about it. When it comes to retirement, you really have one shot to do it right. One shot. And many times, uh, and you say, well, no, I can go back and change my portfolio anytime. I can move money around. I can do different things. Yeah, you can. But what if you choose to do it after a major market correction where you've lost 40 50%? What happened is what's happening at that point, you basically need to leave it sit like it is so it recovers. And hopefully, it recovers in a, in a timely manner to where if you do have to delay retirement, it may only be a couple of years. That's not a promise. Because what you have to look at generally when the market tanks, like back in 08 and 09, it was tanked for a year and a half to two years. So that means it didn't come up for two years. And then it was another three or four years before it got back to where it was. So now you're looking at five, six years. That's where we talk about it can really impact your ability to retire. And you don't retire on your own terms. So what's some of the regrets, retirees? This was a report that was done in 2018 by Global Atlantic Financial Group. Uh, And it lists a whole bunch of them, and I'm just going to focus on a couple of them. Uh, fa- failing to make a detailed financial plan. That, that was one of the key things. Um, and, and one individual they, they interviewed it says, knowing what I know now uh, that I didn't know before has afforded me the opportunity to make adjustments to improve their financial plan and make informed decisions. So what happens is after they've gone through the process and see what's involved, uh, they recognize they didn't have their ducks in a row in the beginning. So, you know, and maybe they did it at a time where, and obviously they did they did, the market wasn't fluctuating so bad, so it didn't negatively impact their retirement so much. Well, there's no guarantee that's going to happen with everyone. So the, the idea here is put together a detailed plan first and foremost no matter who the client is no matter how much the money the client has first and foremost is social security planning cut and dry once you look at your social security numbers those many times are the deciding factor for a lot of people Uh, even if you've done well you don't walk in just because somebody's got four or five million dollars they never walk in and say well you know i'm I'm not really worried about Social Security. No, the heck you are. You, what, Most you, of
2: them has 4 or $5 million. They've done well. Their Social Security is maxed out.
1: Right. And they're, and they're looking for an opportunity to get as much as they can off the Social Security. And they're afforded with the opportunity for a couple of years, depending on when they want to retire, dr- to draw some of their own assets for two, three, four years, and then take Social Security and take the maximum amount. So th- those are key things. Social Security is the first and foremost place. Then you have a plan together, a full income plan where you know where your income is going to come from, and it really insulates you from market risk. We're going to continue to talk about those as well. We are going to head to a break, but I'd like you to write this number down. You may not be able to call right now, but you can call at any time, or you can call over the weekend, or you can wait next week to give us a call. one 800 858 1 800 858 3029. It's not a call into the show. It's a call in to talk to us, sit down, possibly set up a time to sit down with us, review some of our strategies, and see if, uh, you know, just get that second opinion. What we've been talking about this first segment is being able to recognize some of the regrets you might have and you don't want to have and eliminate them. Put a full retirement plan together for you. 1-800-858-3029. We're going to head to our first break. We will be right back. All right. Welcome back, everyone. I'm David Compton. He's John Compton. We're talking about retirement regrets, looking back over things and wish we could have done things differently. And, you know, when it comes to retirement, there, there still may be some regrets as well. Uh, that's why we talk about giving a second opinion so you can help eliminate regrets. Sometimes some advisors may not sit down with you and have all the conversations about some of the things that you might be faced with in retirement because many times, many firms only focus on trying to help you grow your money at all costs, meaning they don't, no you know risk is not always a big factor it's it's aggressive making money making money and i get that you got to make the money grow you want clients to be happy as well but they're not talking to you about the social security part of it they're not talking to you uh, about how that risk is going to impact you once the market has a major correction cuz their thought process is you got to be in it for the long haul so there's a lot of more there's a lot more rather moving parts in retirement planning that you need to be aware of. And if you're not having those conversations with your advisor, then uh, you need to get a second opinion. That second opinion number is 1-800-858-3029. That's 1-800-858-3029. What was you saying? And,
2: and that second opinion, you know, I get this from people that, that come in. We spend time with people that come in and see us. You have to. It's not a 45 minute and you're out the door. Sometimes it takes time to get to know people, get to know their situation. And it's not always on the first appointment. Yeah. And if and you're you can't not limited to 45 minutes no. and then ex- escort them to the door either. I <laughs> had, said, I had one the other day, and the guy says, Man, I can't believe you spent this much time with it. I said, Your cir- circumstances are different than most. I said, For me to get a true picture of what you're trying to accomplish, it took us some time to to get into it, and and that's what we got to do. Sometimes we always allow a certain amount of time because we never know what, what type gonna of client that's right. going to come in. I don't want needs. a client to feel rushed because that's when right. you're
1: talking about somebody retiring, <clears throat> it is a stressful thing, and you want to feel comfortable with that person. It, it's 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 about establishing a relationship with people. And the way you do it is, you've got to feel comfortable with them, and they have to feel comfortable with you. You can't do that on a forty-five minute. All right, the timer's up. We're going to help escort you to the door, and that's it. You know, and then uh, you you're hard pressed sometimes to get another appointment. And if you do open up an account and start doing business with certain advisors, you may not see him again. You may see his junior advisors, and so, you know. In those situations, I, I you know. If, that's some, what, if some that's some people what you're are okay with that's that, right. and there's nothing but wrong with that. I like to spend time with clients to get to know them, to see what their their goals and objectives, because sometimes people say things to you that they don't realize
2: has an impact on, on, on the retirement planning. And sometimes they're not a fit. Sometimes their yeah. expectations are out the roof. Right, you're not
1: realistic. But sometimes clients will come in and tell you things about what they want to do Uh, and they don't realize it has a lot to do with how we put the plan together for them. And so sometimes it's not just the X's and O's, as they say, you know, the numbers, it's the other things that go into it. And the only way you're going to find some of those other things is to talk to people, find out what's important to them, what their goals are, what their objectives are. But you want to be able to look back and say, man, I wish I'd have done things differently. I shouldn't have done that. You don't, you want to eliminate that. How by getting to understand what all your options are. And this is why, we, in a lot of cases, we do things a little bit differently as, as well. Uh, and then sometimes some clients have a difficult time when they are working with one advisor to divorce that advisor. Yeah, and I know that divorce is a strong word, but reality, what happens is, when do you want to divorce your advisor? When you've lost 50%? Then it becomes like a real divorce. She gets half, you get half. Well, you know, I just lost half. I just gave half of it to the market. So the reality is get a second opinion before you lose your shirt. And then it impacts your retirement. And that's, over the years, we've gotten, I've gotten a number of clients that way. They've come to me after they've taken a big hit from their other firm. And so, um, you know, it happens I'd rather you come over before you lose. So now we have more to work with and we have more options to be able to help you and assist you as well. So we talked about one of the regrets, first and foremost, was not having a retirement plan. What's the second regret? Not setting any goals. Um, And goals, if you write them down, it's been proven statistically that, If you write down your goals, uh, you have a much better chance of success. Simple as that. So write your goals down. Whether that be saving a specific amount each year for the next five to seven years for retirement. Or whether it is um, being able to retire at a certain date. Whatever your goals and objectives are, if you write them down and then... Once you write down that goal under it, what are the steps you're going to take to be able to achieve those goals? There's one thing to say, hey, I want to be a millionaire by the time I'm 50, all right? So what's your process to get there? If you don't write down the process- I'm going to watch more TV. Right. <laughs> you're going to watch more TV,
2: huh? Yeah.
1: But the reality is you have to put a plan of action in place as right. well. That's exactly so, right. Um, you, but- it starts with setting the goals and writing them down. So if your goals are right, so if you want to reach a certain goal money-wise, what are you going to do? Are you going to take on another job and then invest that money? Uh, are you going to work overtime at your current job because you can take all the overtime you want? And you, you, you're going to work a certain amount of overtime a week in order to reach that? I, I don't know. Whatever your, your goals and objectives are, you have to have some type of plan to be able to do it. So retirement. What most people don't realize, and I think this is the disconnect. We sit down with clients, and when you start talking in that retirement process, there's a measure of anxiety over it because the reality is when you retire, the true definition of retirement is you're no longer going to get paid by your employer unless you own the company and you keep getting money after. But that's not the majority. So if you're working for XYZ company, and they're paying you money. Now, you may be one of the 25% today that has a, has a pension. And so by extension, that's kind of being paid by the company. But the other 75% don't get that. So if you're not one that receives a, uh, a private pension from a corporation, you, you, you recognize once I retire, I'm no longer going to get paid every two weeks or every week. All right, so there's where the blood pressure starts going up, the anxiety starts going up. How am I gonna replace that paycheck? And the reality of that is if we have a four oh one K in savings and investments, now we look at that pot of money as this is what I have to live on for the rest of my life. That's right.
2: That's what the four oh one K is now. It's exactly what it is, it is the pension plan.
1: You've got most of the skin in that game and if you have a company that's been matching you they've been giving you some dollars so now you part ways you have the 401k you decide to roll it over we have to make this last so we've already talked briefly about social security and the importance of that but but people that plan social security properly that understand what it its impact keep this number in mind 64.8 of household income in retirement is generated through Social Security. That's That's a significant number. So you have to treat Social Security as an asset, not a freebie the government's given you. It's an asset. You paid into it for 30, 40, how many years you worked. So you only have one chance to get the number right. And so many times, and how do we know that people are consistently, the majority are not doing it right? Because 75% of people across the board are signing up at 62. That's right. And you say, well, that's when you're eligible for it. Isn't that the best time? You don't know how long you're going to live. So every every one of the objections you throw to me, I'm going to throw them back at you because I agree. You don't know how long you're going to live. But what I can prove to you is life expectancies have dramatically increased since 1940 to today. Average life expectancy in 1940 was 64 years old. Average life expectancy today uh, for women, it's about 84 to 86. For men, it's about 82 to 84 in that range. All right, so Big difference. Yeah, life expectancies have jumped roughly 20 years.
2: Just that's think, huge. you retire at 64, 65, and you have 20 more years to live. You got Social Security. And that
1: pot of money we
2: just talked yeah, about, that's that right.
1: bowl of money you have, if it's 100000 if
2: it's a million, million. Whatever, it's
1: got to last.
2: Yeah, and we've said this before. You know, if somebody gave you a million dollars and said, hey, go buy anything you want to buy. Or you have to spend or it. Or you have to spend it, and you got to spend it in the next two, three weeks, whatever it is. Then, and you can go do that, and you can have a ball doing that. you would just freak you out to spend that much money in a short period of time. But if somebody gave you a million dollars and said, now, this guy, this, this got to last you for the rest of your life. This is your income for the rest of your life. I promise you, that's going to be a whole lot right. tougher. Well, see, if somebody gave me a million and
1: told me I can go spend whatever, I'd probably buy things that would generate me more income. Yeah. <laughs> Most people wouldn't even think about right. that. Right. Instead they of wouldn't. saying, oh, I'm going to buy me a new car, a new truck. You know what? That's that. That doesn't. You still get that if you. Yeah, set up if the, you income, the income you yeah, still, you, you still buy the, the cars. You're and just stuff. paying a note on it. That's What's right. The big deal. That's right. And guess what? Because once you pay cash for those things, that money's gone. You never get that money back.
2: And the cars you, wore out in five that, to ten you know, years. Same, you're same for principle
1: applies as well. When we come back. We're going to talk a little bit more about that. We're going to head to our second break. Write this number down: one eight hundred eight five eight three zero two nine. That's 1-800-858-3029. It's not a call into the show. It's a call in to talk to us about our strategies and how we can put a plan together for you. Give you that second opinion. Go to the website, firstsecurityfinancialwealthmanager.com. Spell out the word first or 1-800-858-3029. We're going to head to our second break. We'll be right back. We'll be right back. Would be- All right, everyone, we're back for our third segment here, and we're talking about some of the regrets you might be faced with in retirement. So we talked initially about uh, failing to make a detailed plan. That's to me, that's the number one top of the list key. Once you once you accomplish that, some of the other ones kind of fall into place as well. The second one was not setting goals for retirement, and uh, another. Regret that people have made, and I've seen this with clients ourselves. Is well, I'm not going to ever retire. I'm going to work till I'm seventy. I'm going to do. I, this. I hear that a lot. You know, you you really do. I do. And, and I get it because I, I've seen it from multiple perspectives. And what I mean is, especially for men, they retire. Some of them will retire if they retire in their early sixties or so. They'll they'll be off of work for six months to a year, and then they're climbing the walls and they're ready, they haven't been able to fill that void of time with other things. They miss that interaction with their coworkers. Co-workers. Yeah. uh, And they don't have enough other things to fill it, and the wife's got this whole long list of honeydew projects, and he's accomplished about half of it, and he's sick of it. Yeah. Or she's
2: just ready for him to go. Well, that's true, too. That's a whole
1: different issue. Right. And so what happened, he's played a little golf, he's done his thing, uh, maybe did a little fishing, and, you know, you're ready for a new that's that's one a new adventure, right?
2: Something different. Yeah, right.
1: So and then you go back to work. So that that's a little bit different than saying, hey, I'm going to work to 70. What the problem with working to 70 is a couple of things. And we see it happen all the time. The company up and decides, hey, Bob, you're 67 years old. You're at the top of the top of the pay scale. We can bring Roger over here. He's in his
2: 30s, and we can pay him half your money. And we want you to train him. That's exactly right. <laughs> I've, I've exactly had a couple yeah. of them, and then they said, up. I want to quit, but I need to keep working. Right, so, and then so, so i got to train.
1: train him over the next six to eight months, but I know this guy's going to take my job, job and he's going to show me the door. I, that's it. That's it, and you're right. You're right, and that happens. So that's kind of throwing salt on the wound mm. a little bit there. But if you stay in your are loyal to him, sometimes they'll give you a severance package on top, top of that. So that 67 may carry you to 68, may not be so bad in that age bracket but sometimes it doesn't happen exactly that way they just let you go all right and you were shooting for 70 why because 70 gave you the max on your social security you thought you'd be in a much better situation or the other aspect of it is you start developing health issues and that happens a lot too and it forces you to retire okay so in your mind, you had a plan. While well, I'm gonna work to seventy, I'll be able to get higher Social Security. Plus, I'll have another four, five, six years of contributing to my 401k. I'll have way more money than I have now. And you wake up, and that doesn't hold, come true. That that has, then what? Right. That what's your plan B? Do you? It derails retirement. It it derails it from the standpoint of. Wow, I'm not gonna have the money that I thought I was gonna have. So, what are some things that we can do to help you offset that? Well, there's a number of things. Start the plan, write this number down, 1-800-858-3029. That's one eight hundred eight five eight three zero two nine. 858 3029 This is the beginning, the start of putting that plan together, that process. And retirement is a process. It's not a single day that you retire. And if you don't start the process, you can retire. But there's gonna be a lot of uncertainty surrounded by it. And that's that's as simple as that. And you think you can wing it. Retirement is not something you really want to wing. You know, there are different things you can get
2: by with. And you know, know it's funny that you say that, but most people that go on vacation, they don't wing it.
1: No. Would you fly to Italy and get off and rent a car and said, I'm just going to see it myself. You might have a few guys that have done that or a few people. Well, that, that's not the norm. But that's not the norm. You get in a foreign country. You, you, you don't have a lot of people maybe speak English. And I'm just saying Italy because that's where I want to really go. Uh, and I haven't been there yet. But um, wherever, but I would never dream of doing it. Some people wouldn't even dream of doing it in a in a city in the U.S., just show up there. That's the kind of. That's what I like to do. Is plan it. Yeah, you there.
2: show up and you but, call a an Uber, and Uber says where you want to go. He goes, it. I don't know yet. I'm, we still trying to figure it out. Or some people like the regimented tours? So you go on this
1: tour, and you wake up every day. They get you up at six o'clock every morning, and they fill your whole day with activities. Zip, zipping around all around the country and stuff. That might be for some people. That's not for me.
2: See, I like doing that, and then I, I like do it, it for three or four days, some, and then yeah, take a day to go do and leave me alone. <laughs> yeah. and I go do what I want to do. That's, that's exactly, exactly right. Yeah. yeah,
1: no, I like to see things, but sometimes I like to see them at my own pace. Right. And my wife's not gonna get up at six o'clock in the morning to go any do anything on vacation. When We on vacation? Why do we got to get up at six o'clock? Because we paid for we're this tour. We're, we on vacation? Yeah, that's a working vacation. Vacation. But the whole the whole thing here is we talked about putting a plan together because. The plan also is going to be built with the flexibility that if you get laid off, that if your health deteriorates, there's a lot of companies today that allow you to do what we call uh, in service pertaining to your 401ks. So, in service retirement plans. So, they allow you, even before you reach 59 and a half, and some, it's once you reach 59 and a half. They allow you to take a portion or all of your 401k to begin planning away from work. I'm not saying take all your money out. I'm saying doing some things differently that help you reach your goal. Because for those that don't, the only thing you can do is dial down your risk so you're not taking so much risk in your 401k. One of the things that after we get your social security numbers in place and we show you Hey, what's your best age? And it doesn't mean everybody goes to seventy. I promise you, that's that's a rare occurrence in that in that respect. So it's all about your circumstances, your situation, and when clients that want to work to seventy, well, then that's a that's a no brainer. You just you, you wait to seventy. If you if that is your goal, however, what happens? The flexibility is built in. If if Bob can't make it to seventy, he only makes it to sixty eight and a half. Wait. Well, then maybe we turn it on at 68 and a half. If he has enough assets, we still may let it go to 70 because he's only got to wait another year and a half. Right. But the difference between 68 and a half and 70 is, is not as much as the difference between 66 and 70. So, you know, you look at the numbers, you weigh it all out, you, you try to see where uh, how that plays out as well. But then we work on the income plan. So now if we can, in advance, take a portion of your 401k, Position it in the income plan. So guess what? We know what your Social Security is going to be, numbers are going to be. We have the flexibility of knowing what it's going to be, 67, 68, 70, whatever whatever your time frame is, 66, full retirement age. And then we put a portion of that money in one of our fixed indexed annuities to generate a lifetime of income for you and your spouse. There's a lot of your anxiety and stress gets washed away. Why? Because when you retire, you know where, first of all, your income sources are going to come from. You know how you're going to get them, and you know how long you're going to get them. And you know these are sustainable income streams. They're coming in. So guess what we just did? We just replaced your two-week checks that you're getting. Okay. The rest of the money, <clears throat> if you left it in a 401k or if we did something with it, we put it in a managed money platform that's going to be consistent. With your risk tolerance. If you have no risk tolerance, we'll position it with very little to no risk or just straight out no risk. So it all depends on your goals and objectives and what you're trying to accomplish. And what this allows you to do is not look back and go, man, I knew I should have adjusted my money because I knew this market was going to correct I knew I was going to take a 40, 50 percent hit on this. Okay, so how does that protect you? Because you've got your guaranteed income streams. If you have those income streams coming in, even if your managed money takes a hit, it's not going to disrupt your retirement. It's not going to be any different than when you're working right now and and say you lost 10 percent off of your 401k in the last three months of the year. You don't like it. Did it change your standard of living? No. Why? Because you keep getting paid every two weeks and you're adding more money into it. You're still working. We're just duplicating that. We're replicating that by giving you paychecks. We've given you a a specific plan how how to draw Social Security. We've put the income plan together for you. It's kicked in. And so now you're drawing these income sources. So if the market tanks, you're not stressing because it did not impact your income one penny. And that's how we're able to help you overcome that. Now, we're still interested in your money growing because that your managed money you're going to need because the average retirement today is 20 to 30 years. So in many cases, your nest egg has to last as long as the years that you worked. So think about that. If you worked for 30 years, you're going to be maybe retired for 30 years. The idea that your nest egg is got to last you as long as you were employed, you better have a good plan. Right. And you can't afford to take a 40%, 50% hit on that account if you're using that specific money for income. Right. And many ad- firms today, advisors, do not put a separate income plan together for you. We just let it roll with the market. If you're comfortable with that, go for it. That that may mean that you're, uh, we might not be the uh, the best firm to work with. But if you don't like that idea, if you don't like the way it feels and you recognize it'll be different when you're no longer working getting paychecks and that that money is just not a number on a page, but it's one that's keeping the lights on and uh, putting food on the table. So what's your first step? That doesn't mean Now, okay, I've got the information, I feel good now, I'm happy. No, you got to write this number down, 1-800-858-3029. Write it down with the intent of giving us a call to get your second opinion or to, if you haven't even got a first opinion, to start the process of putting a plan together. 1 800 858 3029. That's 1 800 858 3029. Or go to the website, First Security Financial Spell out the word first. We are going to head to our last break. We'll be right back. All right. Welcome back, everyone. This is our last segment into this morning's show. And we've been talking about some regrets for retirement. We know we all have certain regrets and things. But one of them is we don't want them to be in retirement because we really have have one chance to get retirement right. And if you don't get it right, then your last years of retirement are going to be filled with regrets.
2: Yeah, you don't want to be in retirement for a year or two and say, oh, man, I messed, I messed up. up.
1: You know, I didn't put a proper plan together because probably our
2: wives are going to let us know about it too. Yeah, And I'm going to tell you what, I've had – over the years, we've had quite a few people that's come in and said, You know, I retired 20 years ago and I had over a million dollars and now I got $150,000 left. I've been drawing $25,000, $30,000 a year. Can you help me with this? I said, What do you mean, help you with this? Said, Can you take this and give me? I said, Not no, that kind of Not anything. even close. Right. He goes, well, you well, scrape
1: scraping the bottom of the barrel with your money and you want me to, you want me to uh, treat you like you still got a
2: million dollars? Yeah. I said, well, What happened? He goes, Well, you know, we had two major hits in the last 15 years. He goes, and I'm still taking out. He said, "That's what happened." And I said, "Well, your guy didn't advise you of that." He goes, "No." He said, "I just." He, he goes, "I don't remember if he told me to stop taking money out or not." He said, "But I could." not He says, "I got to pay my bills." Yeah. And uh, you know that that's horrible. And it, these guys, these people, were in their 80s, and here they are now, with I've that seen little money one. left. i
1: saying. And they're broke. And and their children think they're in excellent shape and don't have an idea of what, 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 what has happened. And then because they are in their 80s, as they've gotten older, they have just lost contact in a sense. Just looking at that money, they just... They don't have the mindset to really focus on that, or, or do anything about it, or don't know what to do. More than anything,
2: and they don't want to go help ask their kids, right?
1: And so, but in some cases, they have they have no choice but to be uh, to do that as well. So, once again, if you plan this out in the early years, our plans don't disrupt or change. You got that income coming in now. Granted, the only thing that you have a measure of concerns about. Is we don't know in 10 years uh what the inflation rate's going to be right and how that could ultimately because for the most part here we are still paying less than two dollars for a gallon of gas which is amazing Not long it's yeah yeah <laughs> still less than two dollars but you know it had gone down my the cheapest i saw was 168 but uh so we we had it drop down that low so we know we're not in a high inflationary period uh and we're not that things haven't gone up any at all but what we're going to see at some point that dynamic may change and when it does everything starts going up well now our income doesn't go as far so what we do with a lot of clients and once again this is where that managed money comes in if we manage that properly and we we keep it according to your risk tolerance We have a chance there to harvest money off of that periodically when the markets are up. Or we can take a little bit more money from an income plan and put our plan B as we put more money into another fixed index annuity that we're not taking income off of right now. So guess what happens? Ten years down the road, we put a smaller amount of money that's going to generate us a bunch more of income. So now you have another income stream you can turn on. You still have your managed money. You've been drawing social security and money off of the first income account for years now. And you just gave yourself a raise. So it's about the sustainable income. That's that's the biggest surprise consistently that that I see is that we have to get our listeners to understand. They say in one breath, yeah, I understand I need enough income in retirement. But it goes back to that pot of money. But they also see that pot of money and, and, and they all have these ideas of, but I want to spend that money too. I worked all my life. I want to go enjoy myself now. All right. You have to make a choice. How much of that money is enjoyment money and how much of that money is necessity money, standard of living money, pay my bill money? You can't. In most cases, mix them together. It doesn't mean you can't use money you're paying your bills on to have fun. That's not what I mean. But in most cases, you need to differentiate it. Because if you take that nest egg, no matter how big it is, and you decide to go buy you a new truck, a new car, a new boat, new this, new that, you wake up one day and that nest egg is shrunk in half because you spent it, even if the market hasn't hit you. And then you go, but I still need that same amount of income I've been taking off of. You can't do it that way you have to differentiate the money for income and the money for wants and and making you feel good and happy if you don't you will run out of money and then you'll wake up cuz a lot of times the clients that have pulled those monies down yeah the market had hit it they're pulling a decent amount of income off of it but what they didn't tell you is over the years periodically they reached in and pulled 30 and bought this pulled 40 and bought that did this, help the kids. So I gave them another 20 here. And, and next thing you know, you drain that money all the way down. And now that portfolio doesn't provide you enough income. Why? Because you don't have any of it earmarked for a lifetime of income. And you wake up one day and you go, wow, I screwed up. I regret that I did that. This isn't the time. This is the time to put a plan together that will help you eliminate the regrets as far as financially. And so it's up to you. We we see this every day. We see people that do things the right way. And these are the ones, it doesn't mean they don't have any stress. But you. who wants your stress to come from financial matters when you've done your due diligence over the years and you've been able to save a decent amount of money for retirement? So it's all about planning. It's all about Uh, Understanding that income is king in retirement. The more income you have, the more you're able to achieve the goals you want, but also to be able to have less stress and be comfortable. You know, money isn't everything. I, I agree wholeheartedly with that. But try living without it. That's right, <laughs> you can't do it we our happiness comes with being able to have live in in a in a home somewhere doesn't have to be a mansion living in the home we're accustomed to and maintaining the standard of living we want we need food try living without food try living without an automobile uh try living you know there's so many different things that we that that are today considered necessities that maybe weren't at one time uh uh, all of those things are things that you, you need to be able to retire and to retire comfortably. So, once again, we want you to write this number down 1 800 858 3029. 1 800 858 3029. Some of the things that I've talked about today on the show, you can go to the website, and that's first security financial Spell out the word first. Go to our website, kick the tires. There, you, there's a link about Social Security. There's a link about a, um, an income plan. It's called a compass plan. There's multiple different links. There's podcasts. There's a, a lot of videos that really help you to see what's important in retirement. you got to take some time. Go kick the tires. Give us a call. Set up a time. Get your first opinion or your second opinion, Whatever whatever circumstance you are. Start that planning process, 1-800-858-3029, 1-800-858-3029. We're going to wrap up another show. We'll definitely be back next weekend. Have a good weekend. Go Saints.
0: And thank you for listening to the First Security Financial Show. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact David Compton at First Security Financial Wealth Manager, Inc., Call 800-858-3029 or visit their website at firstsecurityfinancialshow.com. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Opinions expressed are solely those of First Security Financial Wealth Manager, Inc. and staff. All topics covered are believed to be from reliable sources. However, First Security Financial Wealth Manager, Inc. makes no representations as to its accuracy or completeness. This commercial shall in no way be construed as a solicitation to sell securities or investment advisory services to residents of any state other than Louisiana or where otherwise permitted. Topics should be discussed. With your individual advisor prior to implementation. Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services offered through First Security Financial Wealth Management, a registered investment advisor in the state of Louisiana. Insurance products and services are offered through an affiliated company, David Compton and DBA First Security Financial.